Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. We're here with Matt Irvin and Aaron Kennedy on another episode of Black and White Market Chatter on Life Planning 101, talking about ways that we're going to take advantage of this market. And some of these things we've done, some of the things we're doing, and some of these things we look to do. But we wanted to kind of break down what we're seeing and uh, seeing as opportunity in this market and uh, ways to take advantage of it. So Aaron, what are some of the ways that we see this market today and uh, what we're trying to get after here? Well, that's a great question. You know, I, I think you got to kind of look at what's going on in the market and kind of see where that takes us going forward. So right now we're kind of in a tough spot because prices are increasing. A lot of industries can't get the materials to build their products. There's a lot of supply line disruptions. And in order to fix that, you know, where the Fed is trying to slow down the economy, you know, so slowing down the economy and putting more people out of work is not going to bring more chips to the U.S. You know, we're not going to get more cars off the auto line because our, our semiconductors are being produced more. Right. Now, that's, that's, not, that's not how this is going to work. So you got to kind of figure out is where can we get assets that are domestic because we want things here in the U.S., um, we are trying to slow down um, globalization. But where, where can we go here at home and invest in a need? Something that people have to have right now. So a good example of if you're worried about your job and you're going to keep it, what are you going to go do? You're going to go buy a, a $90,000 Tesla or maybe bring it down and, and get you a, a $35,000, $40,000 Accord. All you right, know, so you're talking budget needs. Wants versus needs. Wants versus Take needs. Take no cream on the top. Because if this continues this way, we're going to get to needs. Okay. What's the bare minimum that we have to do to get by? Right. You know, something interesting on my drive-in this morning, I was listening to a program, and it was talking about some of the forecasts for some of those bigger companies are starting to, to talk about not only uh, input costs being an issue, but then, too, it actually is affecting sales now, right? So perhaps maybe some of that uh, money that people have had on the sidelines from the, the massive stimulus that we've had over the last year or so, some of that may be running out, so people are actually slowing yes. down their sales. So that's the inflation pressures on both sides, right. right? Supply chain and inflation, both. And and you know we, we did hear through this uh, this downturn since uh, COVID that people have more cash on the sidelines than they ever had, um, especially through one of these downturns. So that's a very very positive thing, but. Are they running out or are they hoarding even more? Sure. So that's the real question. Because once people get scared, you know, they go into their bunker. Right. Wants versus <laughs> needs, right? 
if, if it means to survive tomorrow, you know, I, I think most people would believe that tomorrow, whatever that tomorrow is, will be better than today. Yes. But I think what's setting in is that it could be longer than what we thought. You know, um, something we've experienced here recently is quick market reaction, up or down. Yes. And we've got away, away from feeling that, you know, two to three year recessionary period since was the last one, 08. Is that correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the long one. Right. Um, we hadn't felt that since then. Yeah, that's a super long time ago. There's lots of uh, investors out there that have never experienced a downturn. Right. They don't know what the heck's going on. Right. So you, you're right there. Uh, so want, wants versus needs. And, you know, something about this market is we're always looking for opportunity, right? And sometimes yeah. that opportunity is to be patient. You know, we're, uh, we're very... Um, on top of the portfolios, I guess you could say. I don't know. Uh, you know, you don't want to say we're active everyday traders by any means, but we're super patient and super observant. Yes. And you want to have to change your mindset. You know, especially here in the short term, um, maybe, maybe we don't look at 18% returns any <laughs> longer or expect them. Or if you're on Reddit, you don't expect to double your money every 30 minutes. You know, right. maybe, maybe we start tempting our expectations right. and and there's still lots of things that you can do to make money all we need to be doing is uh, bettering ourselves by greater than inflation you know long term and I don't think it matters uh, what time frame you go through your return has been about six percent plus inflation mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? so let's get back to understanding what that means and uh, kind of build around that right so when you think about it relating it back to wants versus needs you know fundamentals versus fluff it's the same not only in our budget right. it's going to be the same in our investment principles and we get back to the basics what's wants versus needs so so with that Aaron let's take a quick break on our first uh, break here on black and white market chatter on life planning 101 And we're back with Matt Urban, Aaron Kennedy, Black and White Market Chatter on Life Planning 101, talking about you know being patient, seeing opportunity, getting down to the fundamentals, um, maybe taking up some defensive positions, perhaps. Yes. So I, I think if anybody looks at their portfolio, um, the vast majority of people are going to be leveraged to market returns. Mm-hmm. You know, people are going to have a lot of what they call beta or market risk, whether you're invested in S&P 500 or what. So you don't really need to worry about the market exploding upwards because you're already there. You're going to get the majority of that at least. What you need to kind of do is, is float your portfolio in a way where you can create extra when you're ready to jump in and get aggressive in the market. Are you talking about buying power, dry powder? Is that what you're talking yes, about? Yes, dry powder, buying power, all of it. If you can have a portion of it that you're looking, number one, you've got to look to get a real return or something a little bit greater than inflation mm -hmm. and maybe a little bit more defensive. You know, So let me give you an idea. Right now, the biggest risk in my mind is stagflation. Right? We're going to have high inflation with very little growth. That's painful. Go to the grocery store, you have less money to buy more expensive goods. <laughs> Worst case. Right. So how do we stay on top of that? Well, I want to rent my money out. You know, think about this. What if I put money in a pipeline 
and they paid me for natural gas to go from the pump to the distiller. Like a toll. Like a toll. Okay. You know, we don't have to have record-breaking production. We don't have to have record-breaking demand. We just have to have something go through our toll. Okay. You know, and some of those are paying a decent dividend. So whether you're getting, or distribution, sorry, um, whether you're getting five, whether you're getting nine, you're, you're getting paid to take that risk. And uh, what would be wrong with owning a pipeline that should increase in value with inflation? Because if, if it has to be replaced, you right. know, the n- new company that's replacing is going to have to pay more to do that. Right. So our pipeline is going to get an inflation uh, pop over time, not every day, not every month, but you're going to get inflation over time and you're going to get a nice income. So if you could sit there and wait and collect five and a half to, to seven percent distribution while we wait, it's not a bad deal. So, so it's similar to clipping coupons, but you're doing it on a, a service that can rise, yes. right? Versus, versus an inverse inverse correlation interest rates. You know, we can get into all that, but it's on something that can go up. So appreciation plus we're clipping some sort of coupon. Right. Think of utilities. How bad of a recession do we have to go through before you turn off your air conditioner in Texas? That's a want versus need. I think that oh, no. AC's oh, no. a need. That's a need, need, need. <laughs> we in Texas. Uh, but anyways, that, that's a safer place because, uh, you know, utilities, um, they're capped by the government about how much money they can make. And, you know, um, they're allowed by law to make about 10% uh, a year. So they usually pay out higher dividends, you know, 35 to 4% range. So there's an opportunity, you know, to... Go in and buy those and get that slower growth, high dividend, weighted out, defensive position. You kind of got to be careful with utilities because uh, a lot of them have debt, you know, so be careful about getting in an over leveraged position and make sure you're not buying a, a utility that's way overpriced because that'll blow the whole thing up. Right. So don't go blanketly do that. Right. But, but, you know, I'm just giving some examples of where to go look, what should be on your shopping list. Right. What about things, Aaron? So we talk about things that should be on our list, about things that maybe shouldn't be or maybe we should be less attractive places of the market at this time. Anything that does not um, service a current need, you know, something that doesn't pay me today, you don't want to be there. So it's in the want column, perhaps? If it just it to may, kind of break maybe it down? in the want or, you know, we're these gro- growth companies where we're expecting a company to turn the corner and start making money in 2035 or 2030. That's when they should first turn a profit. We're discounting all those returns and discounting all of those expenses at an interest rate. And that interest rate is going up. So our future income is going to be lower and our future expenses are going to be higher. Um, It's a double-edged sword and growth companies get, get crushed. Because the math is something like over a over a ten year period, uh, going from a one to five percent interest rate, you know that's going to shave about fifty percent off, off your equities. So your or, or off your stocks. So your future want just got way more expensive. So it's not only a not want today; it's a it's a want for the future. Right. And it just got way more expensive, therefore way less valuable from a from a holdings position. Yes. Well, so. Yes. So you you don't you don't want to be buying any dreamers right now. You you really want to have things that you can get your hands on, or you can hear, right. you know something, a thing. Right. Get your hand on those. 
rather than a pipe dream. Yeah. You know? So, well, that's good. Well, with that break, let's take one of our last break here on Black and White Market Chatter on Life Planning 101. And we're back with the final segment of the episode today on Black and White Market Chatter on Life Planning 101. We talked about some places to be and places not to be. Now let's kind of dive into, I want to spend a little bit of time here on things that we should be doing. Uh, We talk about things that us as uh, advisors and in the financial industry should be doing, but what about things that that you, the client, and the families that we serve, what should you guys be doing? So we have a couple of ideas. Aaron, will you start with some and we'll just kind of dive right into this? The biggest thing you should be uh, licking your chops about is Roth conversions. Okay. Oh my gosh. You know, especially if you have a lot of time, Roth conversion is basically taking your your IRA, which you will pay 100% taxes on, you know, regular income rate, and go ahead and pay in that and putting it in a Roth. And once you put it in a Roth, you don't pay taxes on it again when it's distributed. So if you've got time, and you know, the rule of 72, if you're a 100% stock investor, your assets should be doubling about ever 7.2 years. So think 15 years, your 100,000 went to 200,000, then the 400,000. So, you know, if you paid, let's say you paid 30% on your Roth conversion. We usually don't advise that, but I'm just throwing it out there. It's a hypothetical. It's a hypothetical. But you paid 30% on 100,000, 30 grand out of your Mm -hmm. pocket. Now, 15 years from now, that 100 to 200 to 400 15 years what did that 30,000 that, that, that what's that tax rate it's under 10% it's less than 10% so so you're not even mentioning the fact that most of us would concur that taxes tomorrow future whatever that is will be more than they are today mm-hmm. and some of that is based on some of the things literally set to sunset you know there's tax laws literally set to sunset but also yes. just the general idea that there'll be less taxpayers and a higher tax bill down the road yes. so i mean unless you have this belief that the rest of the world is going to just be okay with us not paying our debt mm. You know, think of China, how much debt they own, other countries around the world, mom and pop all over the country. We got to pay our debt. And this is from a government standpoint. We can't do it. We got to raise our income, which means higher tax rates in the future. So Roth conversions are looking good today. Yes. And And the more time you have, man, it's it's a no-brainer. What what would, tell me on our earlier scenario on 400,000, what would a 30% tax rate be? 120. 120 grand. So think about it from that point. Would you rather pay 30 grand or 120? Well, that's, <clears throat> I mean, you know, want versus need. We do have clients that say, hey, I need to pay. It's it's my responsibility as a citizen, right. but not a lot of them. Most of them are like, no, I don't want to pay any taxes. Right, right. So Roth conversions, and then not only the tax play, um, also thinking about it from... Well, let's, 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 let's back up one second to the, the psychological thing of why the market being down is good. That's right. You convert so, more shares. Yeah. If we just look at it at a share basis, the beginning of the year, I was going to uh, convert 50000 That's what my tax rate is. You know, if the market drops 50%, I'm able to convert 100000 
for the same cost. I doubled the amount of my Roth conversion or I doubled the amount of shares I got out of my IRA and put them into my Roth. Right. Oh, there's always give a, me a down market. Right. Give me a down market. Well, and that's just it. So there's always a bullish advantage on the market, right? We just got to see it. We got to be mindful to do it. So Roth conversions, taxes are going up. The market's got volatility. So let's let's look at doing that. What are some other things, right? So Roth conversions are huge. What about just contributions? What about shifting from a traditional to a Roth contribution? Yeah. Uh, just go back to it. The lower prices get, um, the more shares you're buying. And we're going through a slowdown. So more than likely, not today, but income's going to be going down for people. So maybe we're not sheltering taxes as much today as sheltering taxes in the future. So take your money and put it in a Roth. As the laws stand today, it's the best best thing out there. Right. It's something we should all be taking advantage of. And, yes, absolutely. And there's, there's so many things down the road when you think about uh, how earned income affects you in retirement. There's a there's a laundry list of ways it does. And one of the one of those ways is how it affects your social security and how much social security is taxed. So if you're tax diversified, you have lots of advantages in retirement. So that's yes. one of the reasons to do it. One of the hardest things, well, you, you know this, one of the hardest things that we have to do is uh, do tax planning for somebody that has income from only one source. Yes. You know, well, let me say not one source, but if all you have is Social Security and an IRA, what do we do? We pay taxes. Right. <laughs> you know, That's we right. pay taxes. So having that diversification of saying, you know what, this year I'm going to pull this much from my Roth. I'm going to take this much in capital gains, and then the rest I get from the IRA. We can plan around and alter those percentages to get you the the lowest tax rate out. But you know, if you haven't done it, and there's only one place to get your money, you're going to pay the piper. Right, you're forced to make a decision instead yes, of have sir. have options. So give us some options. Give us some bet. options. So and and so along those contribution lines. Review your personal retirement accounts, your 401ks if you're still employed, those retirement contributions, and as well as allocations, right? Because allocations that have worked for the last 10 years may not be the best thing today, right? Those need reviewed, but then the contribution amounts. That's exactly right. Take a look at your 401k and and make sure you're not overloaded. Um, Most people are, are. They're going to be way overloaded on the growth side because that's what's been working. So guys, it, it, you need to go in there and at least uh, force a rebalance and make sure you're not o- overloaded in that one part of the market. Also, if you're contributing monthly, you know the most of most of us have a retirement plan where uh, every week or every every two weeks, however we get our paycheck, a portion of it goes to our retirement. Man, what's more fun, buying Amazon at three thousand or buying Amazon at two thousand? Right. Well, you want to take advantage of that, right? Take advantage of it. And if, if you're contributing to a 401k, you need to be super excited because this is not going to last. And, and you can buy companies or shares of mutual funds or ETFs, whatever your sub-accounts are. You're going to be able to buy them cheap. So, you know, may, maybe it's time to kind of push a little bit more risk there so you could take advantage of these short-term uh, price fluctuations. Everybody's different. 
you know, if you're 69 and uh, going to retire next year, maybe not be 100% into the super, the most aggressive right. places out there. You know, but if you're in your 30s or 40s, come on, guys, let's load up and let, let's, let's, let's change your retired life. That's right. Well, and the thing is, is take advantage of the opportunity that's in front of you. And to each person, it's a little bit different. It looks different, right? But again, there's an opportunity in front of everybody yes in front of everybody and that's the last point i want to bring home is the most important thing you should do right now is stay the course yes if you jump off or jump out or jump in at the wrong time it's not good it's right. harmful there, there's not a whole lot of people can that can invest successfully you know and the ones that can are the ones that find opportunities in down times because this is it this is where you make your long-term money you know, and, it, and it's not running into the hills and jumping in a cave and burying your head and praying that it all goes away. No, you got to take advantage of it. Thinking about my wife, I, I don't have school kids anymore. I mean, I got college kids, but I remember all the, I got to go to Fort Worth because it's tax-free day. I'm going to buy all the, the clothes. Oh, the world. school, like school shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For 8.25% off. Right. 8.25 and... Uh, there's no way I was going to stop her because that was too good of a deal. Right. Hey, the Nasdaq's down thirty. Right. Thirty <laughs> percent. What? Right. What? What is eight point two five? You know, right. nothing. Boy, it's a good thing. Take advantage of it. It's not the end of the world. Ask yourself: Are you still going to be driving your vehicle two years from now? Are you still going to be turning on your air conditioner? Do you think there's going to be traffic lights? Do you think there's going to be police officers? You bet. Buy groceries? Look on your phone? Yeah, of course. In our our human brain, it's designed to keep us safe at all times. So we get very irrational when things go down because it's, ah, it's going to go to zero. Think about that. I mean, really put that in perspective. What happens if everything goes to zero? That's caveman days. That's caveman. We're not going back there. So who cares? My, my 401k is down 40%. Not if we're in caveman times. Who cares? Right. What's a 401k? Right. <laughs> doesn't matter. So, and, and I think we can all agree we're not going there. So this is temporary. Take advantage of it. It's a course. good thing. It's a very good thing. Awesome. Well, thank you, Aaron, for those insights. we got to get wrapped up here on Black and White Market Chatter on Life Planning 101. Thank you so much for being a part of this today. Appreciate every one of you. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC, investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC, Kennedy Financial Services, and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.